Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. It's a... It's deadline day. I know. It's a bit it's a bit of a weird deadline day though, don't you think? Because yeah. I don't think we're expecting anything to happen, especially after watching that press conference no, just then as well. Exactly. So. I mean Liverpool might not be doing very much business in the transfer window, but there is a deadline day live show over on the Ball Street YouTube channel. It yeah. is sponsored by Snickers as well. They're gonna be bringing you all the news, rumours, and the usual hilarity as the day unfolds. That's gonna be over on the Ball Street YouTube channel. Link is in the description. That starts at half seven, so make sure you go over there and check all of that out. Hey, we're going to start it off, Edel. Basically, there's a vote for Liverpool's Player of the Month in January. Okay. We both have two different thoughts on this. Yeah, Look, you can pick for everyone in the squad there. Who do you reckon was Liverpool's Player of the Month? For me, the Player of the Month for January, I would have to give it to Mohamed Salah. Um, just purely because you know he starts the, the new year, it's the Sheffield game, he bags us a goal there. I think he's probably scored three goals at least just in, in January alone. Um, and he's come up a big moment. I think the big moment for me, and I think you know, you've got to win a player of the month anytime he scored a winner against Man U, in my eyes, as far as I'm concerned. And that celebration just at the end after he just showed the amount of strength he did, was it that Dan James that he just mm. brushed off like a mosquito? So as far as I'm concerned, I think yeah, Mohamed Salah definitely gets my vote. Yeah, that's fair enough. A great shout, to be fair. I'm going to go with Jordan Anderson, to be honest with you. Okay. I think some of the performances put in recently have just been unbelievable in that midfield, just a proper workhouse, and I think he's won a lot more people over. Now, I'm asking this question a lot of people at the moment, then. Is, is it, after this month, would you have him as your shortlist for PFA Player of the Year? It, he's got to be up there. I think if he carries on in this vein of form, there's 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 been so many shifting opinions on him, and I think you can't fault anything that he's done. He can work anywhere in this world class midfield. Yeah. Think about how important this midfield is to a Jurgen Klopp side that is is utterly dominating the league. Is 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 just steamrolling. We teams don't tend to lose it. midfield battles anymore, do we? Exactly, and I think he can play in every position of that. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Don't forget to vote. I'm gonna do it right now. And look, are we rock paper scissors for this? You go on four. Yeah, one, one two, three. Yes, Jordan <laughs> Henderson is you getting the, the vote. vote. To be fair, yeah, fair enough, you can have it. There it goes. Oh, I'm not going to fill it out. I'll do it later. Um, next one is the Bobby Duncan stuff. Uh, I don't know how much you've seen of this, but basically, yeah, Bobby not, Duncan... Yeah. <sighs> It was, it was, he's been a Fiorentina, he's had a lot of stuff going on, we've reported on a lot of it on these news shows. 
basically he was going to go to Sunderland yeah. uh, on loan and it's been called off. It just looks like it's a horrible situation for this lad. Well, again, it, it does look like that for him on a personal level, but for us as, as Red fans now, it's not really too much more of our of concern. Course. You yeah. know, he, he had the opportunity as any academy player did. You know, he's taken some bad advice along the way and... and it's pretty much now looking like it's it's a, he's in a troubled patch with his career. I think he's got a new agent working with a new agency and stuff. Yeah. So you know, if he does come back to England, I hope him, you know I wish him all, all the best. He's still a young lad and he's still going to have a lot of personal development and growth anyway. But I think he in himself will probably look back at you know in the next five years and probably think you know Liverpool were probably right by a lot of the things he said. And to be fair, cops done that with a few players. It's not just him. Um, so. You know, I do wish him the best, but he's no longer our concern, is he? No, I, I fully agree with that. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Obviously, we're not doing this live, but I wanted to get a few people's comments on this recent development. So I did ask him on Twitter, what are your thoughts on this and the whole situation surrounding Bobby Duncan and his exit from Liverpool FC? Just a couple of, of, of interesting ones. Um, Nisi MC on Twitter says, he is young and has very clearly been badly advised, but he also has the completely wrong attitude. If you got the chance to play for your dream club, you'd work for it. And I think, look, we've discussed this. A length in the past, but there has been opportunities for the youth this season, hasn't there? Yeah, and, and he will have he will be looking at that now, kicking himself and thinking, I didn't think I was going to get any game time. My my manager, my, my manager and, and, and agent, sorry, I basically told him, look, you're going to get more football here. He would have got some regular football this season if he, he would have stayed at Liverpool. Yeah, he? I think as well that that's just what it comes down to. It's a it's the people in your ear at that time, at that age, who are the ones that are giving these people or these young players the advice to basically say, you know, what's the right move for them? And on the face of things, at the start of the season, I could understand his reasoning. And, you know, we do bring in a Harvey Elliott towards the back end of last season and all those kind of things. You think thinking to yourself, where is his opportunities going to come? But if you're at the Dream Club and you've got, I think he's got like personal relationships with Gerard, with Gerard as well. So I don't know how it's managed to happen, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's one that's going to have to, to me something that me manage you say if you can't hear you must feel and he's in that position right now so yeah fair play yeah fair enough and then Rachel Ellis says difficult to say if he's had the catalogue of poor advice from agents and friends and business associates or if he's just a bit of an idiot hope he eventually gives his head a wobble settles somewhere and works hard he's an undoubted talent and yeah I think that echoes what you said before we yeah. wish him all the best and I know he's none of our business but he's, he's an academy academy player you want to see these players doing well if not just for the, the, the furthering of, of the youth system for Liverpool and, and, and making it more of an attractive prospect. Uh, we'll move it on anyway. Um, a lad called Sam McCallum, Liverpool, were, were, were reportedly in for him and a Norwich City have come in and got him. He was a left-back 19-year-old. Mm. And I, I really just wanted to bring this up as just a, a kind of thing where Liverpool should be looking for this left-back cover now, shouldn't they? There's, there's a talk that, look, Milner might be leaving in the future and, and we need to show down the future of that left-back position because... We need backup for Robertson, don't we? Yeah, idea. You know, I can't agree anymore. Ideally, we would have already got someone who is in that Robertson mould, yeah. and who who is probably either coming through the academy or or we could buy in. At the minute, we haven't really got that. I think that Larucci's the, the one there. I think you know he converted winger into a left back, so it's he's still got a lot to learn. I'd be more than happy in the summer if we did, because I thought we was going to do that last summer. Um, but, you know, touch wood, we've been fortunate and hopefully we still will be for the next couple of weeks anyway. Um, in that position, I'd definitely look for, for a cover. I, 
I personally liked um, the Sessegnons, the twins, yeah. uh, when they was getting touted last year. I thought they could be a good option for either left wing or, or left back to obviously fill in for either Mane or, or Robertson in terms of learning that le whole left-sided part of our system. Yeah. I thought they might have been good players. Obviously, it's probably a money issue with them and, and commitment issues and stuff. But... I wouldn't be, uh, you know, I wouldn't be against us getting someone to deputise Randy Robertson, and hopefully, you know, we can keep him at his peak of his powers for for longer if we've got someone that can share the load really on that left hand side. Yeah, hundred percent. I think we've got a, quite a bit of cover over there on yeah. the right hand side. Obviously, we've got the likes of Nico Williams coming in. Gomez can do the covering job there if needs be. Fabinho has played there for Brazil, so I think we're we're okay on that right hand side. It is the left hand side that it is a bit of a worry. Obviously, James Milner, like I spoke about before, has played that quite a bit, but just the, the quality of the ball in that. That, that Robertson has and Nico Williams has as the understudy for Trent on that right hand side we need to own with that delivery I, I really do feel like so let me know your thoughts in the comments and let me know if you know any left backs yeah, yeah. who, who Liverpool could could potentially be going in for because I mean it's a hard position to buy for nowadays in terms of how the, the role's kind of evolving isn't it um, we'll move it on Danny Ings um, was spoken to speaking to the Daily Mail obviously before this game and it was really interesting obviously Klopp talks about it a bit in the press conference and I'll speak about his quotes about that later but he was talking about the, the medical staff and, and, and he says um, this at Liverpool they were long days it was hard work and Matt was the front man the staff there were incredible with me from start to finish nothing was too much trouble for them uh, the days weren't just long for me but they were long for them too basically talking about how how they, they, how much work they did for them and he mm. says they saved me I would say so definitely and that's in terms of saving his career um, that's massive praise isn't it and, and we know that Danny Ings was out for such a long time and and the respect that he had within the squad and, and, and everyone in Liverpool to be fair yeah. it's it's nice to see look that we're the these players are supported throughout. We know that, obviously we do, but just, just hearing it from a player, the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes to rehabilitate these players, you, then you think about Oxlade-Chamberlain, Ryan Brewster, just the work that goes on behind the scenes is incredible. I think, it obviously, it, it is incredible from our medical department that they're able to... I think the, it was the second injury that he had on his knee where at one point he probably thought he wasn't going to be playing again and, and he still managed to get him back. The only shame is that obviously we're not seeing the fruits of this labour now yeah. um, from That's a club true, perspective. Yeah. But, you know, for the player in, in terms of for a personal thing, you know, credit to him as well for sticking with it. And again, it's that, that belief that Klopp's built around everyone. Have faith and believe that you can reach your potential and he is now starting to fulfil that potential and he's knocking on the door for an England call-up as well. So, from my perspective, I've got nothing but a lot of praise for Danny Ings. You know, as a, as a Liverpool fan, we never got to see the best of him. Yeah. But I think most Liverpool fans always back the fact that he always had the ability and he would have been a, a Klopp favourite had he been able to keep himself fit and get the minutes on the pitch. Um, so, as far as I'm concerned, like I say, good luck to Danny. Not good luck tomorrow, but hopefully, you know, he might get to England in the Euros if Harry Kane's out. And I think he based on his form he definitely deserves a shout like 100% I mean he, he carried on to say about, about the exit at Liverpool the best way to say it is that they didn't push me out of the door it was in my court to leave what an experience it was to be among all that so to have it taken away from me hurt it really hurt I just knew I had to go and make a name for myself and be the player I wanted to be and I think he's got yeah, obviously he's got the platform to do that now at Southampton but had he have had those injuries at any other club the injuries that he had could have ultimately been the end of a Danny Ings the fact that he's he, he Fortunately enough, I was at Liverpool at the time. He's been privy to the best medical yeah. or, or one of the best medical teams in the country for a, for a sporting club. You know, he's, he's had the support of obviously the best, one of the, he's the best manager he's in the, the world. Manager. He's the best manager in he the is. world in Jurgen Klopp. And, you know, 
he's had the he's had other people to to kind of feed into his confidence in himself yeah. and the fact that as you said then the likes of Alex Oxley Chamberlain being able to come back and then hit the heights that he has he would have seen that and that would have gave him that extra belief that hang on a minute you know even if it doesn't happen for me at Liverpool again as long as I can keep my my head on in, in my head focused and as long as I can keep pushing and putting in the hours and the hard yards at some point I'll be getting back on the pitch and playing in the Premier League and you know he's up there flying now at the moment yeah I mean Klopp was asked about Danny Ings in his press conference um, he was really made up for him wasn't he yeah. and, and he says he is still our boy uh, which I thought was fantastic I love the, the fact the camaraderie in there even though he has left and he says we wish him all the best just not for tomorrow like you said before speaking about the injury stuff and, and the medical staff he says they do this with every player and, and then talking mainly about Danny Ings there were a lot of worries but seeing him now performing consistently is really nice to see and he moves on to like South Hampton because he has massive praise for this team yeah, obviously absolutely. he really wanted to talk about them considering it was the pre-Southampton press conference yeah. but he was talking about um, Ralph Hatton who all talking about the turnaround is exceptional Ralph should have gotten manager of the month Southampton look like a pressing machine but they play football as well and it is a really impressive praise. turnaround isn't yeah, it I absolutely. mean and, he, and he, he basically said Wolves and Southampton at the moment are the two hardest teams to go up against yeah. he, he's it's showing he's not taking this game lightly whatsoever. He doesn't, we need to go out there and perform. Don't he we? doesn't take any game lightly, and I think he mentioned the fact that you know having that atmosphere to you know tomorrow is going to be cool, as he put it. But I think that's something that we are really going to need um, to obviously propel us and try and I wouldn't say get us over the line because I think we've got enough quality in the players that we've got. But obviously, just try and unify us into that next part of the season. Just get another three points on the board. I think with Southampton, one of the things we mentioned on, on one of the build-up shows yesterday was the fact that. We was all buzzing the fact that the the manager got an opportunity to turn it round. He got the he got the opportunity instead of being given the axe and sent out the door. He got the opportunity to get the players back on board, regroup, and um, go back to basics in some ways. And you know they're seeing massive, massive, massive um, benefits from it now, especially where they are. I think the Klopp said had they beaten Wolves, they would only have been a couple of points or already in the European places for qualifying next year. So you know the from going from relegation to your to to a European club 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 places. <laughs> Can't even get my words out. Sorry, but yeah, to go for that jump there yeah, yeah. in in the space of a month, a month and a half. Um it, it has been fantastic. So well done to Southampton, but tomorrow yeah. you're still gonna get slapped. Oh, you're still gonna get battered, it's yeah. fair enough. I, I think Liverpool will have to go out there and all the players will know that as well. They'll go out there and give hundred and ten percent like they do every single game and, and if anyone has a lapse it'll be Jordan Henderson, Virgil van Dijk, all of these players telling people get get onto your game. Yeah. Um Moving it on, it's just some injury stuff. Basically, it's all positive. Yeah. Um, Shaq and Milner should be back training and, and, and back getting around the team after this game, hopefully, says Jürgen Klopp. Divock was cramp, uh, so that, that that's very we good We told news. you that yesterday as well, by the way, to be fair, so we're there on you go. <laughs> Exactly, we're on to it. And Lalana trained normally, uh, which is quite interesting considering he's not been in, in a match day squad for a little bit, so maybe it's just he's way down the pecking order now that Fabinho's back in there. Yeah. Um, talking about signings, Klopp says they're always looking for new signings, even if it's quiet this January. Uh, he had a lot of emphasis on not just signing players to, to further the squad, but in terms of using players on the fringes. So he, he, he name-dropped Curtis Jones yeah. and talking about all these players who he has been given, uh, he's been given experiences and opportunities, yeah, yeah. sorry too. And he, he had a lot, of, a lot of time for them basically saying, we'll use them as well. If we're going to bolster the squad, it's going to be using them kind of players. I think it's really interesting. And 
going back to Bobby Duncan and, and all that kind of thing, that's the perfect way that we've done that, isn't it? We've, we've been able to give them game time, show Jürgen Klopp, look, I can do this. And, it, and it's been the best, this has probably been the best season in a lot of these players' careers so far. And they've still got plenty more opportunities, it looks like. Yeah, and I think, especially some of those fringe players that you, you touched on there, they will get the opportunities in the next you know, three to four months, especially if we are in a fortunate position to lock off the league in the next five, six games, potentially. There will be rest that will be needed in midfield for the likes of Genies when we've got, you know, Atletico Madrid's coming up. There will be rests needed for the likes of your Hendersons. So there will be opportunities for your Curtis Jones. You know, I think we've seen the FA Cup draw in the event that we do go past Shrewsbury. It would be Chelsea yeah. away. So I can see him putting a stronger side out against that, which would be fair play. It's something that we'd need to do, obviously, if we still want to progress. But I still think we've got a very good chance of still being able to get a Curtis Jones on the pitch in a game like that yeah. and just show this is still a big game. You're playing up against the top six sides, usually littered with players of your own age, really, as yeah, well. So yeah. it's a good way to see for yourself how do you stand up against you, you know, the Tammy Abrahams of the world and the, uh, is it Mason Mount of the yeah. world as well. So I think it's, a, it's, it's good that we've got these options now. And, you know, we, we downplayed it like January wasn't busy. It's because we do our January business in December. <laughs> Nowadays, no, we, we just get it locked off in December. Yeah. And, you know, we, we knew about Minamino and he, he, he confirmed it, obviously, just before the new year. But we've had him in and it's about he's had a month to bed in. There's not been any pressure on him all month. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see him kick on as well when we come back from the, the mid-season mini break. Yeah, there you go. That is the news and the reaction to Jürgen Klopp's press conference. Uh, thank you, Edel, for doing that. Thank you, James, for behind them. the camera. Um, yeah, basically, like I said, we, we did speak about Liverpool. Have already done most of their transfer business. Something mad might happen. But if you want to keep up to date with all of the stuff going on, leading up to the end of deadline day head over to the ball street channel like i say the link is in the description they'll be covering every team around the world and and seeing what's going on there's going to be some moves so make sure you get over there and check all of that out live from 7 30 like i say before so go down check that link in the description there if you want to keep up to date with all that uh, other than that thank you for watching redman news We'll be back on Monday with all the roundups for everything. Obviously, all the post-match stuff from Southampton will be on the YouTube channel, on the main channel. So get over there and check all that out. Like, subscribe, go over to Redman TV and check all of the content. Got loads of stuff that came out this week, some fantastic stuff. David Maddock, obviously, which you've probably already seen if you haven't gone and watched that. But yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you. And we'll see you on Monday. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.